With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Sunday, July 17th, and Mark and I are here answering financial questions. We do it every single day. It's the most fun part of our jobs. And if you've got a financial issue that has maybe crept into your life, maybe you're considering a new job, maybe you're worried about how you're going to pay that tuition bill for your kid, maybe you're even thinking about uh, whether or not you should buy a home or sell your home. Mark and I are trained as certified financial planners. This is the way that we like to think about the world from big to little. So we would love to help you out. All you need to do is go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. And if you want to come on the air, there's a little box and you can check that too. Today, we are talking to Joe, who's on the line from Chicago. Tell me what's going on and how we can help you out. Um, so my big question is, um, I'm thinking about paying off my mortgage, and this is kind of the, the situation. My in-laws have a second home, and they're probably going to be selling it in about three years. And this has been a home that we've gone to, my wife and I, for you know 10 years, and uh, we've got little kids that have gone to the house. So it has like a, you know, a big emotional attachment to it. Mm-hmm. So my thought is, you know, should I pay off my house in the next three years so that I'm ready to, to buy that house? And, you know, the thing in order to pay that off, I'd have to stop contributing to um, my Roth 403B, which I have been contributing to, but I'm still contributing fully to my Roth IRA. And I've got some other, you know, accounts that are they're pretty sizable right now. I'm also a teacher. So thinking about retirement, there's going to be a pension for me um, down the line between, you know, age 55 and 60. Okay. So let me get a few of the, the basics in here. So you're married. You got some kids? Yes. Two kids, eight and five. Okay. And are both you and your wife working or just you? Um, I work and she works part-time. So our, our salary together is probably about 145000 a year. Okay. So you said you're putting money into a Roth IRA, but also your Roth 403B, right? Yes. And how much are you contributing right now into each of those? So um, I max out a Roth IRA for myself, and my wife also maxes out her Roth IRA. Um, and then we were doing um, 700 a month in the Roth 403B. Okay. And when you were doing that, you were feeling okay in terms of you could put money in there, you could pay your mortgage, you could live your life, your bills are covered. Like you felt good? Yes, okay. absolutely. Great. And uh, when you think about this second home, what is the idea here? Is this a second home where, you know, you're just going to hang out? It's a vacation home. Is your plan to buy it with a traditional mortgage? Um, the plan was to, that house, you know, my house right now is worth about, you know, $300,000. That house is probably worth about 175000 So if I paid off my mortgage, we would, we were going to basically refinance the house I have at home to avoid any like PMI or anything like that. And mm-hmm. yes, use a traditional mortgage, probably like a 15 year mortgage at the time. Okay. But I don't understand why you have to pay off the house to do this. In other words, why would you have to pay the house off now to do it? 
Well, I was thinking, so I owe about 110000 on the house now. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, you know, I just paid that regularly off, maybe that would only be down to sixty or 70000 And then if I was to buy the house, I would have to roll all those things together. So we're just trying to keep, you know, the monthly cost where it's not an overwhelming issue of, you know, oh my gosh, there's the, the mortgage is too big on this on the second home, essentially. What's the rate on your current mortgage? Uh, 3.5%. Mm, I like that rate. I don't know if this makes sense. I don't know why you'd pay down the mortgage. Here's th- just go with me here for a second. Okay. So you're doing your you're going along. You're getting along. Things are good. How old are you guys? Uh, we'll be 39 this month. Okay. And you're putting money away. That's great. How much money do you have in? Let's call it your emergency reserve. Not for this potential house purchase, but just like safe money. What do you got? Um, about thirty thousand dollars. Okay. Good. Total retirement, about how much in retirement accounts? Um, about $300,000. Oh, very good. And then, and then we have another about 135000 in the stock market right now. Just what? What? Oh, excuse me. That's like calling burying the lead. What is that invested in? Um, various blue chip stocks, 3M, Johnson Johnson, John Deere, AT&T, GE. Okay. You know what I'm going to say, don't you? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. It strikes me as interesting that you have $135,000 that's sitting in stocks when you're talking about borrowing money and paying money down and having a cheap loan when you actually have the money to almost buy this house outright right now in the stock yeah. market, okay? Now, I know that one thirty-five isn't all yours. You owe capital gains on it. I get it. But right. what I would be thinking about is this. I think that is really the money you use to buy the second home. It doesn't mean okay. you have to buy it in cash, but- I feel right. like you're you're silly not to maintain that three and a half percent mortgage. It's cheap, and I think that you could use the money, even if you just said, "I'm going to put fifty grand of my stock portfolio down and finance the rest," or maybe you're going to put more down. I don't know, but I have to say that I don't see why you wouldn't tap the money that you already have that's set aside and just reallocate it to buying the second home. Tell me about the in-laws. Are they in good financial shape or not? Yeah, no, they're they're in great financial shape. It's just a matter of them, you know, they're almost 70 years old and, and you know, making the drive and putting a boat in the water and cutting the grass is kind of, you know, just getting a little bit too much for them. Well, how about this? How about you give them a down payment on the house right now and they don't have to sell it to you right now? And how about you don't even get a mortgage? You just end up essentially saying, let them hold the paper, hold the mortgage note for you, and then you don't even have to go through a bank and go through that cost. What do you think of that? Yeah, that's actually a pretty good idea. I think that could be, you could do an intra-family loan. It kind of works beautifully. You have to go talk to a lawyer because I, I would want it papered. Does, is your wife one of many children? Um, she has a, one brother. All right, so we don't want to shut him out. Is he going to be part of this pri- buying the house or not? No, it, it would just be on ours. All right. So presumably there's a couple of ways to skin this one. And one is that you, you, you buy the house now. You say to your, your in-laws, hey, look, here's a down payment right now. Here's some money. We want to you know create this pathway to doing this. And then you can put down some portion of that stock portfolio, maybe half of it or whatever. And then they hold the paper. They hold the mortgage. And you'll start making payments to them. Or, by the way, you can buy the house right now. And then they can pay you rent for staying in it. So there are a lot of different ways. But I would see a lawyer and definitely say, we want to try to figure out we're going to buy this home. We want to be able to do an intra-family loan so that, you know, we're not paying the bank interest. We're just telling, paying my in-laws interest. And we want to come up with a good game plan so that they can stay in the house as long as they want, but then it reverts to us. 
I think there's like a great idea here and, and you need some help doing it, but I think it would make so much sense for both sides. Okay. Yeah, that does make sense. And then and then just continue on with the other money that I was going to pay off extra in the, the Roth 403B. Yes. And I want you, that's the other piece of this, which is you're doing such a great job. I'd hate for you to divert your attention right now and say, I'm going to pay off a three and a half percent note when I'm putting money away and saving like crazy in the Roth IRA and the Roth 403B. So I would absolutely positively keep funding that and doing the best you can to max it out. Okay, that's it for the program. Yep, we'll be back tomorrow, you know, because that's how we roll here. If you'd like financial help, if you have a matter that you want to discuss, if it's a little emotional and a lot financial or the reverse, it does not matter. Just go to JillOnMoney.com, click the Contact Us button. We will do the rest. When I say we, I mean Mark, really, because, of course, he's the one who does everything. Do me a favor try to put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Someone needs a little hug. I just read an article uh, during the week that talked about the value of just reaching out, even if it's just a text, to stay in touch with people. Let's stay connected, gang. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 